0: Welcome to the Frontline Podcast, brought to you in association with the Atla Group. Atla Group is a collaboration of businesses with a collective history of over 130 years, bringing financial solutions to its clients in the world of accountancy, audit, advisory, fiduciary and retirement benefit solutions. Visit atla.im today. On the Frontline Podcast, We chat to leaders in business and successful entrepreneurs to bring you their in-depth and bite-sized opinions that will add value to you and your mind.
1: Clara, thanks for joining me today. Much appreciated.
0: Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Pleasure. So to give our listeners a bit of background to yourself and setting up Recycle Collect.
0: Yeah, so... Bit of background about myself actually not really waste management my background my <laughs> background is finance so I've been an accountant for 12 years and uh, qualified when I was 21 years old lived on the Isle of Man trained on the Isle of Man um, and so I am a numbers gal through and through and I only recently kind of entered the world of recycling and waste management uh, at the start of 2021 so It might not seem like it goes hand in hand, and to be honest with you, it probably didn't, but it's been, you know, absolutely incredible, kind of going from one to another, and I also think it lends itself, you know, if if we weren't from this background, would we get to where we are today with Recycle?
1: What put you on that path?
0: Well, (laughs) originally accountancy, Mm. so I kind of came, went to school here, lived here all my life, and and I'm going to blame my dad, so... (laughs) He'd said, I was like, oh, dad, you know, like I'm really good at maths and, you know, that's what I want to do. And he was like, well, I think accountant's a good idea. I was like, yeah, accountant's a great idea. I probably was 15 And when someone just says something to me, yeah, this is what I'm like, yeah, go full guns a blazing and sat my GCSEs, sat my A-levels and knew that I had to get like a certain A-level to get in somewhere on the Isle of Man to train over here. And I'd applied for a couple of places. And one of the places I actually applied is now part of the ATLA group, which is straight (laughs) full circle. Um, And I'd started to work there straight from A-levels and... I was just kind of heart so into it when I tell myself I'm going to do something, I'm 100% going to do it. And so I did. I started training when I was 18 years old um, and committed to the course. Still here today, fighting (laughs) accountant.
1: (laughs) And there must have been, I assume, some point you talked about starting it in 21 during 20 uh, that triggered this path yeah so
0: I've you know I absolutely love what I do do you know like I love being an accountant I and that might sound weird also but it's not like I absolutely love it I've always loved working in the finance sector and what we kind of done I originally i worked at Conister Bank for the past six years and we've always had this kind of green mentality always so far ahead of the game you know they're just really want to do the best and I was part of that committee the ESG committee and we'd started like you know doing a bit of research and as I started doing research I'd go more and more into it and that's kind of where it's like right we are missing something here on the island why does no one have like recycling at their kind of front door and then it wasn't until I kind of went home and said to my husband look this is what I've learned today what do you reckon of this He's like, yeah, you know, it it could be done. And I'm like, okay, well, let's do it. And he's, you know, we're both the cans. So as you can imagine, they were life and soul of the party. (laughs) He was like, yeah, well, let's pop a business plan together. If you can make it viable, you know, let's do it. You know, show me it. And I did. That's exactly what I did. I'd gone full throttle into it. I'd gone into work at Conister, said to my MD, what do you think of this? And he's like, brilliant. Like, do it. Absolutely. And it snowballed from there. Something I did not expect would be so big has literally engulfed my life to the point now that I don't work at Conister anymore. I am solely focused on kind of setting up recycle, which big life change.
1: So so talk to us a, a little bit about uh, how that's running, I suppose, how that's set up, yeah, how, where you're working on the Isle of Man, where you're collecting, etc.
0: Yeah, so... The way that I um, very, very fortunate, my husband is this incredibly talented human who is the strange combination of accountant and web developer. So he was the one who like, everyone's like never heard of one of them before, but Andy is that, and he is what's who set up basically um my system for recycle. and the way it works is it's online. So I think if you want someone some like people to do something, you make it easy. But if you really want someone to do something, like you make it really easy and that's what we've tried to do with Recyclers. Okay, these are our skills. What can we do to make it easy for the Isle of Man? And we've set up this online platform. It's all my management under one roof kind of thing. Um, It's where people can sign up online. It's where they've got their own little user dashboard. They get reminders of the next collection. Like it is kind of moving waste management forward with the modern times and at the moment we've rolled that out on so many places now but yeah. we're all so we're up north at Ramsey then we're down south Ballasalla, Ballabeg, Port Erin, Port St Mary, Castletown and um, then we are Santon, Onkin, Laxey, Lonan, Kermichael I think that's all I can remember them all. <laughs> so much like
1: the, I suppose Bing collections are set, are set dates. Similar, you just manage it through the yeah. through waste management system on on the website.
0: We're every fortnight, so okay. we keep it structured. And okay. um, everyone has like a calendar online, and what that little calendar has is when your next collection dates are, and when we have collected, we kind of stamp people as we've arrived and picked it up, or okay. if we have picked it up and there's a little note, we can have, like leave a little note for them so when they log on then they go to their collection dates they'll see all the
1: stop putting glass in plastics please
0: (laughs) basically yeah or you know please can you rinse this out or sorry we haven't collected your soft plastics you know and I think that's important Mm -hmm. because it's an easy way to help educate people and as I said if you want people to do it you know Mm -hmm. you have to make it easy for them and that's kind of what we want to do
1: so so where's that uh where's that different ways going do you have you you working with the people at the other end i guess to recycle it
0: so where we take so we've got a couple of different streams so at the moment um we're taking all our cardboard paper plastic and cans down to douglas borough council and what they're doing is they're packaging up and sending it to different places in the uk our glass is going to call its impeal um our cartons are going to um, Aleman creameries. So the Aleman creameries are recycling the cartons. I think there's is is a place in Halifax that does the cartons. So everywhere's going to different places, which they started off quite, you know, like a straightforward disposal route. But I think if you really wanna do the best, you have to offer as many as you can. Mm-hmm. And so we've tried to provide like a full range of services. Um, but with that comes different disposal routes.
1: Do you have to use the much sort of filtration your end? You collect the boxes. Obviously, you'd like to think they're in the right boxes all the time, but I assume there's some manual process in there.
0: Yeah, not all. You know, people are learning and it's always difficult when you first start. You don't know what goes where. And so each box is clearly labeled of what goes in each one. Um, As soon as we've delivered a box, a user will get like an automatic kind of email confirmation and it gives them a detail of how it's working and you can click on a little link then that sends you to it's like a, a picture basically says this goes in this box this goes in this box please don't put this in here please don't put this in there um and then kind of next time everyone's started to improve mm. you know it is a, it's a matter of learning but for us then it's super easy when someone's got it nice and neat in the right boxes um, but it's part of the job. Yeah. If it's not, we do have to manually filter out. But our van is split into separate compartments. So in kind of one section is your glass. One section is your cardboard and paper. Your cartons are separate, completely separated. Um, then you've got your uh, cans and plastics in another section. So each stream, each disposal stream has its own section in the van. Yeah, okay. So we have to manually split out the glass and paper which is super easy we just ask people make sure you don't um have smashed glass in there you know because if you're rummaging through you you slice your hand yeah health and safety for our collectors um cans and plastics you know you can tell really when you open the box and that's (laughs) that's it's it's become like so ingrained as as when you open the box you'll be able to see we're so clued up now on what's got a number one on it a five on it you know a two on it and what's a pet what's not what's soft plastics and um there is an element of manual but you'll find as you go along and people start to learn it becomes a lot easier
1: okay so there's obviously a couple of elements in regard to uh to business at the end of the end of the day i know you've got corporates helping yes I presume from sponsoring vans to, I know, we've we've helped with some bins, perhaps talk a little bit about uh, how how corporates can help.
0: Yeah, which it's it's vital, really. You know, for us, we started out essentially funding it for ourselves. Yes, we have had no honeymoon since we got married <laughs> and things. And, you know, it kind of it did escalate very quickly. And so the help of corporate sponsors has just really jollied that on for us, which has been it's been vital. Without it, we wouldn't be able to do it. And how can they help
1: you? What ways?
0: So we've got kind of two separate sponsorship routes. So one is having a corporate sponsor, our boxes. So they are mad expensive for boxes. Like after there was all this like resource shortage in the UK, um, like recycled plastic boxes, crazy expensive right. and hard to get. So um, we have, you know, a few corporate sponsoring them, which enables us to give them to people basically. Okay. Um, and then also we have people sponsoring our vans. So, you know, vans come with a hefty price, um, but we're super, super proud. F- fuel. Oh, honestly, Staff. it yeah, is. Yeah. F- the. I didn't appreciate at first how much it all would have been until I took it to each each business plan evolved where i was like whoa this is an expensive game to play in mm, like yeah. i am gonna need some help and um, and that's what exactly what i've got
1: i presume when you when you look at those vans ultimately they're they're uh, moving billboards aren't they <laughs> yeah. know, for potential advertisers
0: and they're brilliant they look great when they're yeah, all yeah. got their corporate tattoos on them yeah, they're yeah. absolutely brilliant and yeah. um, and that's we have actually just bought another van um, which I can't believe how quick this all moves for us we bought one van back in April and ready for our first collections in September we've got another van arriving this summer and and as the fleet keeps evolving like we keep needing more sponsorship to make this kind of happen Mm. Uh, and it's definitely you know it's definitely getting there and something we're super grateful for
1: and, and individuals then wanting boxes, is uh, how, how does that? they just ring up, get a box, they need to buy a box, etc.? How does that all work? So
0: it's all included in the price. Okay. So for two standard boxes, the price is £8.65 a month and right. a customer will get two boxes of that. Um, they'll have your kind of corporate branding on one side and then they'll have your recycle, your recycle collect and what goes in each box on the other um, we can actually provide a subscription up to five boxes so now that we're doing cartons we've got options on the checkout page um, for an extra pound a month you can have an extra box um, and then we've obviously got the cartons box now which we're doing with the island man creameries mm-hmm. um, so they just do they log log on online do their little register now mm-hmm. and they'll get an email activation and that says create your account once you've created we'll drop your boxes
1: What's the uptake? Obviously, you say it's super crazy busy, the uptake and <laughs> the feedback. How's that been?
0: So, when I'd first started, I did not expect so many people to come on board. You know, then out of nowhere, I had like 500 people registering their interest which doesn't always materialize into, you know, customers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was great for us to know like, okay, this is a go. And um, we've almost got a thousand people of registered interest wow. now. And um, not everyone has yet followed through or had their um, area being released. We're collecting for 450 people, right. which is right. beyond my wildest dreams. We've only been collecting for three, four months. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I'm just ready to keep seeing it go, and go, and go. I keep having little targets, and every time I hit one, I'm going to the next, going to the next, because ultimately, I want to roll the service out to the rest of the island, so Douglas and Braddon are the only people on the Isle of Man who actually get this included in their rates, so you can look at it two ways. Like A lot of people, when it first went out, were like, oh, she's never going to do it, or, you know, how is she going to afford that, and I think like, oh don't worry about me, gal. <laughs> like let I've kind of forecast this to the hills. I've got some incredible support. Um, I
1: was gonna say it's I'll- a good way to think about it because I think when you naturally just say you need to subscribe and we'll take your rubbish away and you know, most people with any friction in the world, people, you know, human nature is to the least the path of least friction. Yeah. We'll just be all oh, throw it in my bin. But uh, if you think about it, ultimately if you throw it in a bin, you're paying you're paying it because you're paying it by your rates. This is just in those other parishes. There's you're... definitely
0: a disconnect. Yeah, yeah. Like, of people not appreciating that, okay, if you do want to do right by the planet, you know, there is going to be a slight cost for it. Nothing comes mm-hmm. for free, yeah. and that's that's the be-all and end-all. Yeah, yeah. But kind of in my eyes, I see a future world as, well, if you're having your recycling collected fortnightly, you have your bins collected fortnightly, um and... What you pay your bin men, you should pay your recycle men. And really, in an ideal world, would it be much more expensive? I'm not sure because I've not ever got to that kind of extremes yet, and I don't know anyone yet who has um got to that point. And and I understand there's different implications and maybe that I'm not aware of, but in my rose tinted glasses, <laughs> that's where I'd like to see it going.
1: So you mentioned there about. Uh some boroughs collecting it. If you you have you spoken in in this journey with either government and or parishes is that as a dialogue
0: yeah you know? well I'm very grateful that my dad actually works in Braddon which has been a massive massive help and um, and the guys at Douglas Borough Council super informative super helpful really helped educate me um, I've I've had some incredible support I can't I can't deny you know I've learned a lot from them how their system works it's been unbelievable and I have engaged uh, in conversation with other parishes across the Isle of Man to say, look, like I'm here and I really want to help you. I think now it's just trying to convince people that this is the right thing to do. Mm. You know, I can save the tonnage, the waste tonnage that people are paying. And um, Ultimately, if I have complete buy-in from people, um, but it's encouraging people to get there. There will probably be an element of additional cost to start with until you can really make in, um, an impact and that's what I want to, you know, say to people, like, listen, this is the right thing to do. And I know it comes at a small additional cost. Um, and I say small because I've got this little way I think I can work it in our, with our capabilities that I don't want to overexert anyone. Like, I want this to be affordable for people. It's two
1: coffees. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and that's hard for some people to think, you know. And I think, well, if there's someone who can't afford it, I need people to help to help those people yeah. be able to afford it, yeah. you know, things yeah. like that. It'll get there. And, yeah. you know, there are some very talented people working uh, in the government, in local parishes who have dealt with waste management, Um, who I've spoken with. And it's a, a matter of kind of using what they've helped, yeah. you know, teach me to get this rolled out.
1: So you mentioned waste tonnage. Have you got some stats on the type of yeah. amounts that so are obviously- burning at the moment that we shouldn't be? <laughs> Or more importantly, your recycling.
0: So at the moment we're collecting well our recent collection for the whole month of December, we collected six thousand kilograms of right. recyclables, which is mad, but half of that is glass. So as you can imagine super hot um super heavy. Doesn't burn, glass doesn't burn. It is better off being recycled straight from the offset rather than increasing your waste tonnage. it's not going to get burnt anyways and then the next kind of this is highly burnable and so much better being recycled is your paper and cardboard so there's almost two thousand kilograms this month uh, of cardboard we've collected and then
1: i must say on the cardboard front (laughs) i would imagine with with the amazons of these world now so so much much stuff gets delivered hello
0: fresh like i'd say cardboard is probably the most popular recyclable recycle collect like there are so many people using cardboard, but that's great because we can, you know, it's easily recyclable, and it's also super valuable cardboard. So, um, about two thousand kilograms of um cardboard, and then about a thousand um kilograms of plastic and cans. So as you can imagine, if you are taking them out of a burnable stream, great. And I know some people, you know, were probably taking them to banks anyways. But there's not plastic banks everywhere, mm-hmm. um, on the Isle of Man, and you know there are glass banks. And I was doing that myself originally, taking things to banks. It didn't encourage me because uh, people might interpret it as lazy, but I'm going to interpret it as I was a busy working woman, um you know when I come home and I've got two days to rest I spend one day doing chores and recycling then I have a day to rest but then the next day I'm back at work and sometimes like you have to respect that people are busy people Mm -hmm. nowadays people have families some a lot of our customers have a disability or you know they've got really busy family lives they've got busy work lives and to be honest with you a lot of people just like this needs to happen this yeah. is the right way to go and yeah. um, so taking it out of the waste stream or taking it out of recycle banks wherever it's doing it's making it easier for people and it's nice to see like the trend of it's going up because people are learning more yeah. oh i can recycle that i'll put it in the box and it's go- steadily increasing um, and i think it's by making it so easy for people
1: yeah no it's a, it's a wonderful initiative. And I suppose just to uh, just as then recap, if yeah, corporates are listening, reach out, see if they can help. Yes, individuals, please. we've all we've ultimately we've all got to take a responsibility for the planet in some format, uh, and do our little bit. And while we all probably think our little life is just a tiny speck of that, if we all do a little bit, it's it's a little way. So register interest, I guess, through the website, which yeah. is
0: www. Okay. Oh,
1: it's
0: I think you know same with the corporates. I'd kind of envisaged if i can get as many people on board like that gives us a lot of kind of power and a show of hands that look how many of us are coming together to say hello this is what we need and that's kind of where we're getting to at the moment super grateful for everyone who's helping us out so far
1: great great thanks for coming in giving us some background thank you. and uh, yeah good luck with it
0: cheers man thank you
1: thank you thanks for listening everyone